It is 9.11 New Zealand time anyhow as we reflect on uh, an event that changed our lives forever on September the 11th US time 2001, 22 years ago. We've also been talking about the flower bomb test 42 years ago. My maths is really being stretched now. 1992 minus 2023 equals, let's go with 31 years ago, shall we, Dr. Jacqueline Roweth and Bill Clinton's election to the White House. What has that got to do with New Zealand farmers? The um, strap line that he used, which was called, it's the economy stupid. And then they talked about healthcare and sorting various other things out, but it's the economy stupid is purported to have got him the election because everybody knows that the economy is how you then allow the education, the health care, more police, all of those sorts of things. And if you haven't got a thriving economy, you've got no uh, dollars to support everybody and well-being. Yeah, it's the economy stupid. I think the line was coined by James Carville, who was a yes. strategist, wasn't it? So yep. he, he was a very clever man, and he got Clinton elected in yep. 1992. Do you think Chippy realises it's all about the economy, stupid? Well, it's not getting through fast enough, and we can see the polls are changing. It's just lots of promises being made and no clear real idea about how the promises will come to effect through money except through debt. And we should be able to find out uh, at some point today how bad the debt is and how fast it's growing. We'll know that at one o'clock. Jacqueline, my theory on it, and this is from someone who's got a C- in Economics 101, uh, mind you, there's reasons that, that that happened. I'm not that stupid. <laughs> but, um, but, but my reckoning is we're not encouraging the productive sector enough in this country. We're more worried about uh, not rewarding, but perhaps looking after those who maybe need, need looked after. But in order to fund that, we need to encourage the productive yes. sector, not penalise them. Does that's that sound a bit exactly. Irish? Maybe no, that's why I got a C minus in economics. No, 101. No, no, you should have gotten A. It was exactly right. Uh, without the export economy, and that is the primary sector, we won't be able to pay for anything else. And it's the primary sector. If you check the briefing for incoming ministers or various letters, it's including the Productivity Commission's report that came out in July. It's quite clear that the primary sector is being squished by regulation. And all the research says, if you want productivity gains, which frankly have kept this country alive through agriculture since um, the the subsidies came off in the 80s, uh, if we want productivity gains, then we have to stop with the the plethora of regulations that have been put on the primary sector. And Feds and Beef and Lamb and Dairy and Zed have pointed this out in their briefings. Will we see a sea change with the change of government, which is looking more and more likely by the day, or will National just water down Labor's policies? um, They've indicated that what we agree to will come to effect. So uh, we know that Haywaka Ekenoa is being put on pause and we're moving into a new era for the greenhouse gas. We're looking at the regulations around fresh water and thinking that the local regions are actually being more punitive, harsh, regulatory, than the national government, that was with a little n, has actually required. So I think there is some sense coming in, but it needs to percolate from Wellington through the regions as well. Is 2030 a sensible time frame for emissions pricing? 
Well, we'll see what's happened between then and between now and then, and then it'll be sensible or not sensible. But there is an argument that by going with 2030, I'm not saying I support it, that you're effectively kicking the can down the road and you can't afford to wait. No, I think that the world is coming to grips with what we're actually trying to achieve and that by 2030 we'll know whether New Zealand still has the role of being the least greenhouse gases per kilo of milk product and meat in the world and try and enable other countries to do as well. But until we have some science behind some of the technologies that are being explored, it'll be pretty difficult to do better than we're already doing without actually getting rid of animals. And then we've um, got a problem with the economy again. Dr. Jacqueline Roweth, just to finish on, where were you, what were you doing on 9-11? I was at home up in the north at that stage, and I had just travelled, literally just travelled, with um, a rather interesting couple of knives in my carry-on luggage, which now would cause me to be thrown into some sort of dark dungeon. Osama bin Laden has cost us all a lot of time at airports in the intervening, what, uh, 22 years, hasn't he? A lot, a lot of time, and that is not productive, and we just must go back. Safety is, is very important, but so is the economy, and I wouldn't call you stupid. I'd have given you an A. Jacqueline Rowell. Actually, I've got to get the name right. Jacqueline Rowell. <laughs> Jacqueline. <laughs> oh, my God, I forgot about that from a couple of weeks ago. Naughty old me, I just think I got a C- minus on getting your pr- the pronunciation of your name right. Lovely to chat. <laughs> Lovely. Thanks, Jamie.